What's up, everybody? Good morning. Welcome to the podcast. Today, be careful what you pray for. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't already subscribed, man, we passed 100 subscribers last week. So thank you very much. Um, Exciting times for us. Uh, We love, I'm meeting people who I don't think I've ever met before who are like, I listened to your podcast today. And I'm like, how is that possible that you found that? So thanks for uh, posting on Instagram and sharing. Please write a review. That actually really will help us. We've had quite a few reviews, but if you can, um, on uh, Apple Podcast, jump in and write a review and say something. Even if what you say is total nonsense, as long as you click the five stars button, it's what counts. You guys are amazing. Um, so today, be careful what you pray, man. There's been a couple times in my life where I've, I've said prayers that as I was praying them, I knew that they were dangerous prayers, that they were um, not things to be prayed lightly. I remember a day I was driving down, it was a camp meeting, um, and I was driving uh, towards the church. I was driving a Mini Cooper uh, S um, back when I had long hair. Funny story, I actually had someone think when I was like heavy set and had long hair, I actually had a guy pull up alongside the Mini Cooper and he thought I was a woman. And then I turned and looked at him and he had this cheesy grin on his face like he was trying to like in his big truck. And then I like, I like just stared him down and then he like, put his eyes back on the road and drove off. Most embarrassing thing ever probably has ever happened to him. But anyway, and I was driving in my Mini Cooper. I was pulling into the church and I remember praying this and I said, Lord, I want more skin in the game. I want your kingdom to matter to me more than it does. I want my heart to be more invested in this. And as I was praying this, I kind of knew, man, there's something behind this prayer. This isn't going to be a normal just say something to say it. Pastor Rodney talks about the prayer that he prayed where he said, it's the most dangerous prayer he prayed was, Lord, keep me on a short leash. And he said, you don't pray that if you don't mean it, because the Lord will take you up on it. He won't let you get away with anything. He talks about when he was a kid and his parents would be praying and they would come in and be like, hey, what's going on? What do you mean what's going on? Nothing's going on. No, the Lord told us we were praying, you know. Um, But I remember praying that. And that night I go to church and, uh, I'm standing in church and I turn around and I see this friend of mine who's um, a missionary, evangelist, and um, the Lord says Get to me, give him your car. And I have uh, this, you know, couple year old, few year old, Mini Cooper S, nice car. And um, the Lord says, give him your car. And I knew it was a direct result of me praying this, get more skin in the game. Sometimes we pray these prayers and we don't realize that when we pray them, God's not going to just do a magic trick and do something. I mean, there's times where like we'll pray a prayer and the Lord will come and, and we'll have an encounter with him. But a lot of times it's something that he requires of us to fulfill that prayer. And so the Lord said, give him your Mini Cooper. And um, so before I could change my mind, uh, the service ended and I walked up and I said, hey man, I, I just want to tell you, I'm going to give you my car. Uh, and I knew you didn't have a vehicle, but I said, I want to give you my car. Uh, just give me a couple of days to practically figure out how that works. And then there's the figuring out, like, you actually have to sell it to them for a dollar. There's like, you know, it's not it's not just as simple as like, here's my G.I. Joe. You can have this, right? But anyway, um, and so I prayed this prayer. And so from since then, I've known, man, there's uh, there's there's prayers that you can pray that the Lord will take you up on. full When you pray prayers wholeheartedly, um, be careful and don't pray prayers just because other people pray them. Sometimes you'll hear stories and then people are immediately like, the, the story's not even finished and they're bowing their head. Lord, I want more skin. Lord, keep me on a short leash. You know, I'll do whatever it takes. But the Lord will lead you to pray these prayers, but know that there's going to be something the Lord requires of you after those prayers are prayed. Uh, when you ask, one another example is when you ask and say, Lord, I'm asking you 
give me more compassion for people. Help me to walk in love towards people. The Bible says that the love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. One of the ways that God actually gives us, the most practical way that God actually helps us to have more love is he gives us more opportunities to walk in love. Lord, help me. I just want to love everybody. I just want, I just want to, I don't want anything to bother me. I want to be a person who just lays down my life. And then later on that afternoon, your roommate's like, you're like, hey, can we just stop? And uh, I got to do this. And he's like, no, we're going straight home. We're not stopping. And like, we'll give you opportunities to, to, to be like, what do you mean? We're, what do you mean we're not doing this? But give you opportunities to walk in love. Lord, I want more compassion. I want more compassion for the lost. The Lord will put you in a place where you're, in, you're encountering people who are, who are lost, who are homeless people on the side of the road. And you have a decision to then go up. Sometimes that's not this magic of like all of a sudden, you know, I do things, things that I didn't want to do before I do. Lord, help me love. Uh, you live at home. Help me love my parents more. Okay. And he says, well, wake up and do the dishes in the morning before your mom does them. What do you mean? I, but you know, I need my sleep. Now I'm going to, the Lord's giving you an opportunity to walk in love, to, to, to let compassion grow in your heart. Um, and, and, and see those things come to pass. So be careful what you pray for. Lord, I want more humility. It was Mother Teresa. I read a book by Mother Teresa, and even though I don't agree with um, a lot of the doctrines uh, behind it, but she had some things to say that were really good. She said, let love start at home. I realized for me, if I was going to go love the nations of the world, I need to love my family. I, I, out of reading that, I prayed and I asked the Lord, Lord, I want my brother to be my best friend. My brother at the time was my boss. He wasn't like uh, uh, in the best place with the Lord. And so I said, Lord, knit my heart together with my brother, draw him closer to you and knit our hearts together. My brother should be my best friend. He was, he felt like at that time he was more my boss than anything. And so, uh, the Lord then gave me opportunities where by me praying every day for my brother, where it expanded my heart for them. If you have someone in your life that you have a, you have a struggle walking in love, the, the prayer, the only, the prayer you should pray should be, Lord, expand my compassion for them, but you should start praying for their good. Lord, bless them. They could be the person that upsets you the most. The person that when you walk into a room and you see them, you just want to avoid them. You have frustration. Oh my gosh, I can't believe the moment you see them, if they get something good happens to them, you're like, why does it happen to them? Those are people you need to deal, you need to get uh, your heart dealt with about those people and start actually praying for their blessings. Start rejoicing when people get blessed. Lord, I thank you for them. I pray that you knit their hearts together with their family. Lord, let them have the most joyful year that they've ever had. The Lord will give you opportunities when you pray for things. We want to pray, Lord, deal with them. Lord, show them the error of their ways. But but that's that's an issue that we have to deal with, and we can begin to change it on our side till we actually want good for them. You know, people a lot of times they uh, uh, people uh, a lot of times want. Um, the Lord to do something in their life, but they don't want there to be a process while he's doing it. I remember one of the prayers that I prayed and I talked about it in my wedding vows was with, was with Krista. As I said, um, Lord, don't let me meet. It was before I knew Krista, but I said, Lord, don't let me meet my wife until I'm mature enough not to hurt her. And that was a honest prayer that I, cause I saw so many young guys who were in relationships and then they were dealing with like working backwards to, uh, undo things that they did during their dating season, during the early years of their marriage, where they just weren't mature enough, where they were jerks, you know, and said things that they shouldn't have said and, and, and uh, acted certain way. And I said, Lord, don't let me meet her 
uh, if I'm not mature enough not to hurt her, not to, uh, I'm not mature enough to handle her. And that was something that I joked around in my vows, and I said, um, I said, Lord, uh, I uh, I asked God for I asked God for patience. And a couple of years went by, so I asked God for younger, and then Krista caught my eye, and I joked around in my vows about that. But those are prayers that you pray that when you pray them, we don't sometimes understand what actually the fruit of them will be. I think if, I think if as I was about to pray, Lord, let me have more skin in the game, if I knew that, that was, the Lord was going to uh, ask me to give my car away that night, I wouldn't have uttered that with my whole heart. But prayers actually change you. One of the main benefits of prayers, prayer is you cooperating with God's plan. This is the reality. God has a plan for you. You not praying makes it where your future doesn't see God's plan for you because you pray out God's plan for your life. People have this idea of like, well, if God wanted to do it, if isn't he all powerful enough that he can just do things? The truth is God is powerful. He is all powerful, but God is in heaven. And that's why that prayer, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth prayer actually makes the will of God in heaven manifest on the earth. So prayer makes you cooperate with God's plan for your life. You not having a prayer life, I said this when I was teaching um, in Bible school, if you're not praying for your life, who is? Who is? If everyone on planet earth had a prayer life like you did, what would actually get done? Things get done through prayer. There There are actually things that can only get done through prayer. In the same way, there are actually things that can only get done through preaching. So it's not like people say, well, if you had to choose between preaching and prayer, what would you choose? No, I don't have to choose. That's like saying, what would you choose between faith and love? You're not going to get done anything without, without having them both. They're the two tracks that the gospel run on, right? But your prayer life makes you cooperate with the gospel, but a lot, uh, with, with God's plan for your life. But a lot of time we don't know what the result of that prayer is. I didn't know that when I said, Lord, I need more skin in the game, that it would mean that I was giving away my, my, uh, my vehicle, right, later on that night. Um, so choosing, first of all, the first thing we need to understand when it comes to prayer is just that God is on our side. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. This is such a life lesson. Everything you read in the Bible, we need to read through this lens of knowing um, that God is on our side. Romans eight thirty one says, What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? So that's my question to you today. Is God for you? How do you know God is for you? You need to begin to... People in this earth are so paranoid and they're so suspicious that they always look and be like, what is the other person trying to get out of it? When we look at God, we have to understand that everything God did, He's done for our best interest because He loves us. Every time, I said this last night, but every time uh, God calls you to sow in an offering. God calls you to give something to somebody. God isn't doing that to deplete you. God's doing it, first of all, so there'll be obedience. But secondly, he's got a harvest in mind. When God calls you to seed, he's calling you to harvest. You may look at the seed of like, this is a painful thing that's leaving my hand. God's looking at, I've got something that I want to open up for you in the future. Um, But you have to ask yourself that question, is God on my side? Once you ask yourself that question, prayers become the most exciting thing because you know that when you pray, you're enacting the will of God for your life. Man, God, please open the right doors for me. Lord, I I thank you that you've protect. You know, when I was single, I'd say, Lord, protect my wife. This was me cooperating. There are people who are, are living in a place of blessing simply because they've taken the time to cooperate with God and be a person of prayer. What should I pray? Well, start with the Ephesian prayer. Start with Colossians. Lord, would you open my eyes? Would you reveal to me 
the fact that you have an inheritance for me? Would you reveal the hope of glory? Would you reveal the power that you have for me? May I see you? Would you open the eyes of my heart? That's the Ephesians 1 prayer, the Ephesians 3 prayer, uh, Colossians prayer. May I be strengthened in my inner man? Lord, would you strengthen me so I can receive everything you have for me? Would let Christ by his love begin to settle down in my heart? As we do this, we cooperate with God's plan for our life. And man, the adventure begins. I can't tell you how, actually, I can tell you. It's good to serve the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Man, there's nothing I would rather do. You could offer me any amount of money on planet Earth in any living situation, anything, any superpower, since it's Marvel, it's Avengers season. And I would... I would trade all of it for to serve God. Man, it is good to serve God. There's nothing like it. But God has a plan for you. Your prayers enact God's plan for you. Once you know and you're convinced that God is on your side, you're not nervous. Man, knowing now the result of that prayer where, hey, I got seed in the game, that invested my heart. The Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Me saying, Lord, I need my heart to be further into the kingdom of God. God actually had to require something of my treasure. That's good. When God calls you to give something big, that's why an alabaster box, you saying, what's valuable to me? What can I give? When you do that, that's, that actually invests your heart in the kingdom of God. That makes you love the Lord more. Lord, make it so I'm all in so I can't go back. Lord, make the, I'm sending my heart in with this offering. So first of all, be careful what you pray for, but do pray because every time you pray, you bring the will of God on this earth. Yes, God is all powerful, but he needs flesh. He needs a mouth and you're his mouthpiece. You can actually have a direct result on who gets born again in your family, who goes to heaven and who doesn't. You're responsible for that family by your prayers and by your sharing the gospel. We love you. You're awesome. Thanks for listening. We will see you tomorrow.